Today, I'd like to share with you guys a story so that you understand why some of you have crazy customers. For those of you who've been listening to the show for a very long time, you know that I do all my work from the phone. I got tired of using computers because you have to wait for them to boot. Sometimes they get slow. You have to run the antivirus. Lots of things, basically. So I got tired of the drag of um, waiting and all the downtime that comes with having laptops. So I figured I'd find a way to run everything from my phone. And it turns out that for most of the stuff that I'm interested in, uh, business consultancy, sales, those kind of things, working from the phone is absolutely just fine. Speaking to customers, um, updating my notes, um, scheduling meetings, uh, what else? Issuing invoices, issuing receipts. There's a whole host of things that can be done from the phone. And so because of that, I've been working from the phones exclusively for a very long time. Only recently have I added a, um, what's it called? A tablet. In fact, I'm making the recording on the tablet. A tablet to my uh, workflow. So now I have the phone and the tablet. And so for a while, the last couple of months to maybe a year, I've been doing everything exclusively off of one tablet and two mobile phones. Now, one of the phones had a problem. The older one, the, um, the Samsung one, the smaller one. I've had that one for a very long time. It's something I took off my mom, and I wouldn't be surprised if that model is maybe 10 or 12 years old. And yes, I'm one of those folks who use um, mobile phones until basically they run into the ground and they die. And my iPhone 6 has started giving me uh, signals that it's um, on life support and it's going to be leaving this earth pretty soon. Especially since Apple have decided that... Um, if you want to get the full range of um, features, you know, everything updating and all the apps working correctly, you have to be on the newer devices like the 14 and um, what have you. So, uh, yeah, so I'm one of those guys who use my phones until they run into the ground and until they die. Then I give them a befitting burial, get another phone, and then proceed to run that one into the ground um, as well. But this new tablet is really uh, sturdy, the Lenovo so I think this one is going to be with me for a while. I suspect maybe I can use this Lenovo for maybe 20 years or so. Anyway, we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. So, bottom line, the um, Samsung is um, the Samsung was refusing to charge. Uh, sometimes it wouldn't come on. And that is where I used to run my second podcast off of. That's the podcast, So You Think You're Getting Married, which is where I talk to grooms and brides about important things to look out for when it comes to wedding planning and trying to build um, a marriage, um, a relationship and a family. So I really needed that thing up and running like pronto, um, especially since I also get my internet off that phone. My wife has the MiFi, we do a shared data package. And so I um, hotspot all my internet Hotspot for all my internet uses off that phone. So that way I always have internet wherever I am, out in the field or at home, I'm always hooked up. So back in the days when I still used to shoot um, events and uh, weddings regularly, that would be a good way for me to get all the photographs, call the images, you know, out there on the field, and then um, quickly hook up to the computer and um, send a nice selection for the clients. I could do that because in my pocket, I always had my trusted workhorses, my internet phone, my other phone. And in that case, I'd have my computer because as of now, there's no way 
to reliably batch edit the photographs on the phone. So I needed this phone to be up and running as quick as possible. So I headed over to my trusty guy in Banex in Abuja. I understand this Banex in Lagos and Banex in the east. So I'm talking about Banex in Abuja. Um, so I head over to Banex in Muse to call up my trusty guy and I explained to him that, hey, look, I need this phone up and running in about two weeks. The battery is in charging. Is this something you can sort out? Sorry, not two weeks. I told him uh, one week because my wife was actually traveling in about uh, one week and she was going to have to take the, uh, what's it called? The Wi-Fi, the house Wi-Fi um, for work. And, said, and he says, yeah, sure, that he can get that um, to happen. And he takes it. He takes a crack at it. He says the phone is fixed, but then I come and I realize that he didn't test the phone. So I'm going to take it home and then charge it and then test it. And so I took it home and I charged it. It didn't seem to work, but then there was some stuff going on um, on my own end. Uh, so I wasn't able to take it back to him. But bottom line is uh, the week passed. My wife traveled, but she figured, let me leave the Internet at home for you guys anyway. So in a way, I kind of didn't need that phone to be fixed anymore since the internet troubles were solved um, for now and I was using both of my other phones to cope um, with producing the content recording the podcasts and all the other stuff that I do using both phones so now here I was stuck with a phone that didn't work pretty well and that we had spent um, a bunch of money on not too much a bunch of money on um, trying to fix uh, yeah, I know that some of you who are saying, get over yourself, um, it was a cheap phone, it was already dead, you should have just bought a brand new one, and yes, you're absolutely correct, but I wasn't going to buy a brand new one because my wife already ordered one, and somebody was coming in from Lagos, and the person was going to bring uh, the brand new phone, so that's why I didn't bother with ordering a brand new one. So yeah, I was stuck with the phone, and a bill that I still had to pay, and well, anyway, I paid, even though begrudgingly. Now, I understand on the other end, the way that the guy would feel, uh, the guy who fixed the phone, in quote, and those of you who offer professional services, whether you're um, a baker or a wedding photographer or a sales consultant, I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, I delivered the service, I delivered the product. Why can't these people just pay me and be done with it? Now, this is the reason why and how some of you are ending up with monster customers and people who are unhappy. And that's because you didn't do a good job of qualifying in the first place if my phone guy had done a good job of asking a couple of questions teasing a couple of questions out would have gotten a sense of what my time frames were and absolutely when I needed the phone fixed by and if he had done that then he would have known that testing the phone to be sure that everything was absolutely up and running before I got there on the pickup date before the week had elapsed was um, absolutely um, important and I know some of you will say, I should have provided all that information. And maybe I should. But let's face it. Um, and now I have my sales consultant hat on. But back then, I was just an ordinary customer like anybody else on the street that we tried to talk to. And so then, I wasn't thinking, provide this guy with all the information that he needs to sort out the adequate timelines. That's not the way that customers think. We have to be consumer sales professionals and we have to be thinking in those terms so if you deliver a service you install inverter batteries you fix tvs you fix mobile phones you're the one who have to ask these questions okay you said one week why what's happening in one week oh okay ah, madame is traveling in madame is traveling in one week back okay you said you've already bought a brand new phone and when is that phone 
coming. Are you sure you're better off? Uh, you're sure you're better off not just waiting for this uh, brand new phone? Okay, if we're going to fix it, uh, I think I can get this thing done in four days. I think the problem is the capacitor. But just in case it's not the capacitor and more repairs need to be done, how much do you think you're willing to spend to fix these phones? These are the kinds of questions that you should be asking as a professional when it comes to these things. Because you're going to be able to help the person figure out if this is a problem that is even worth solving. How much money that you're going to sink um, into the whole uh, process. And then you're also going to get all the timelines and all the information that you need to be able to do a good job. Because at the end of the day, you can do absolutely everything that you were supposed to do. Like the phone guy did in this case. He did everything that he was supposed to do. I mean, I'm not going to fault him. But then the customer is left holding the bag on something that they're not happy about and they have to pay for anyway. And I have paid because I think it's a fair thing um, to do. But this is one of the reasons why we end up with monster customers. You have somebody who's holding a phone that still doesn't work and he's paid a bunch of money. And apart from that, the thing that he needed it for, the time has already passed. And that is actually why <clears throat> you have some people who, yes, they've received the product or service from you, technically, but they're upset and they don't want to pay or they're trying to string you out. It's because of these things. It's because we don't make qualifications a part of our sales process. Qualifications should be a part of a sales process. Qualifications and discovery. Who am I talking to? What's important to this person? Why does this thing need to be fixed? Why do they need this service? What timelines are they working with? What budget do they have in mind? If we run over budget on this aspect or this aspect or that aspect, is that going to be a problem? Instead of repairing this thing, should we just think about replacing it and getting a brand new phone? Um, you know, there are tons and tons of questions that you can ask. You're the professional in your own field, whatever it is you do. If you sell insurance or you're a photographer or you install solar batteries, there are lots of questions that you can think of. But qualification and discovery is an important part of the process. And that is what leads to us having a satisfied customer. Because if he had asked those questions, perhaps he might have convinced me that, hey, look, this phone, it's 10 years old. There's no point. When my dime is coming back, you're getting a brand new phone. Just flashy. The capacitor will cost 10K. If this will cost that K, and the battery will cost uh, 16K. If you add up everything, that's 25. If you take that 25, and you add 25 on top, you can probably buy a brand new um, uh, Samsung A, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's currently on sale on Jumia. Now, some people that would appreciate that conversation, and some people might be moved. And so what you actually do is instead of fixing that phone, you actually sell them a Samsung A2, whatever, at 50K, and they're happy. They spent more than they thought, but they're going to be absolutely happy. Or you run the math on the person, and then they think, you know what? It's going to be two weeks or maybe three weeks delay. Let me just flash you. There's no point in spending all this money and then we don't get uh, what it is that we looked for. Instead, a lot of you try to play it safe. You don't qualify. You don't run discovery. So, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. I was about to sneeze. So, you don't qualify. You don't run discovery. Instead, you think about the money that you can get right now. And you say, okay, you want this thing fixed? I will fix it. You take it and then you try and then you run into all these problems. So if we want to stop having monster customers and people who are upset, even though technically speaking, we did deliver on what we promised, let's qualify and let's ask discovery questions so we know who it is, what we're dealing with, what the budget is, what the timeframes are, what the important milestones are. We need to know absolutely everything before we get into 
the situation to try and fix it or to try and deliver the service because we want to be sure that we have a happy customer why is it important to have a happy customer because happy customers be on time and happy customers when we treat them well and we give them good customer service they're happy to refer they're happy to come back for repeat business and they're happy to bring their friends their family members and associates along to do business with you as well provided that we ask for the referrals so that's the reason why a bunch of us are running around with monster customers you're going to solve it if you just start asking discovery questions and asking qualification questions if this is your first time of listening to the podcast just scroll back we have over 460 episodes so far and uh, if you're looking for discovery in the title uh, discovery uh, qualification um, what else qualification frameworks conversation frameworks you're going to hear me um, explaining some more on what these things mean and how we can apply them to your business so that's it for today thank you very much guys for listening um, ask me anything, hit me up on WhatsApp. The number is 080-6466-2140. Again, that is 080-6466-2140. The country code is Nigeria plus 234. Again, the country code is Nigeria plus 234. So shoot me a message, ask me anything, questions, comments, um, inquiries. And I'll be happy to respond. And if it's something that I think other members of the community will benefit from, we can make a podcast recording of that as well. So you all have a wonderful day. I'll catch you at the next recording.